Hey, I'm Des Money. And I'm Jesse Money. And, and you're, you're watching, watching CMS TV. presents and i am of course chris aiken and uh back once again on the show is one of my favorite singers that is out there today he just keeps putting out great music and he's not stopping anytime soon you know him from rainbow you know him now from michael shanker group you know him from lords of black and you should know him just as ronnie romero because he's releasing some great new music including the newest release raised on heavy radio and here to talk all about it is mr ronnie romero ronnie how are you man Fine. Thank you, Chris. Good to talk to you again. Yes, absolutely, man. Well, dude, I feel like I'm going to be a broken record on this on this because a lot of the questions I asked for the rock record, I'm going to ask again for the for the metal record. It's a great <laughs> release. And and much like the rock record, I think what makes it a great release is your choices of songs. You know, I mean, obviously you can sing. There's no, there's no real denying that, but your choices of songs, you just don't go for the standards, which, which I think is great. You know, it, it really covers records are hard to push, but when you do kind of deeper tracks or less, you know, less popular tracks, I think you, you, you play to the audience well. So let's start there, man, and talk a little bit about your choices for raised on heavy radio because you really have picked a lot of great songs thank you um yeah i mean um first of all i i i need to point that of the uh, the selection of songs that we are we put on the record are not based on the in any commercial issue right, right, right. what that's why that's why in my opinion uh, uh, a cover album should be uh I know some people say I don't like covers albums from artists because it's just a, a money cash thing or grab cash, whatever it is. Sure. Yeah, it's not my case, and you can you can not see it, but listen it on the records. Uh, because make for me it makes sense to make a covers album and to make a cover when the song is really related to me in terms mm -hmm. of you know my music musical taste, uh, my musical influences. Uh, and even in my uh, my personal life uh, level, you know, and and this is the case. Uh, so the, when the people say, "Why you choose this this track list and all you know the typical songs?" It's, it's because, you know, as a musical fan, uh, a music fan, I was I was listening to those songs since I was a kid. So of course, if I say uh, I want to play a Black Sabbath uh, song, 
And for me, as a Black Seven fan, Black Sabbath fan, for example, Eternal Idol and Tony Martin is a very underrated period of band. Uh, so why not to actually pay tribute to that song? You know, which is make all the sense to make a cover, right? Right. Um, yeah. So it's exactly that. You know, I can I can tell you. You can ask me every song, and I would tell you special memory of my life related to that song. Sure. Now. How old? Yeah, I'm gonna ask this. How old are you? Forty-one. Forty-one. So yeah. a lot of these songs are kind of like when you were like a little kid. You know, I, I mean, yeah. you were probably like eight, ten years old when you were. Is that when you heard these, or did you grow into metal later and then kind of go back and find a lot of these songs? Both. You know, I'm, I mean, uh, my uh, my father, rest in peace. He was a huge rock fan. Um, I would say he was more into the. Uh, classic uh hard rock Amer classic american rock bands like you know kansas boston that kind of stuff uh for then foreigner journey okay. uh, but he was bringing a lot of music to me and i and i have memories to to listen you know of listening music with them since i was you know five years old seven years old so obviously i was listening those songs when i was a kid but also then i was developing my own taste on music and i was you know going through going from 10 years after listening with my father or frank marino or steve revolken going to you know deep purple Led zeppelin and all the others you know so uh, as i told you before all the songs are related to me in in in, in some ways because I've, i was listening to music with my father or because then i was i was playing the song with my first band when i was 14 years old for example you know? right sure now, you know, we, we talked a little bit there about the choices and songs, and, and I do want to dig into some of them. And since you mentioned Deep Purple, let's start with that song because, and I know you're aware of this, everybody covers the same Deep Purple songs all the time. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, all, it's always Smoke on the Water. Pretty much every cover ever done is Smoke on the Water. And you went to definitely kind of an after their big period song, you know, so so talk talk a little bit about about the choice on that song. Um, as I told you, you know, as a as a music fan, the Purple fan, um, mm -hmm. there is some things that I mean, if you want to pay tribute to something, must be you know a real tribute, and that's 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 the why I'm doing those records. Uh, as as you say, everybody can cover "Smoke on the Water" and "Highway Star." Sure, you know, typical things and the the probably more brighter period of. The Mark II and and the Purple, and and that's pretty cool. But as a Deep Purple fan, I always found the Battle Rage's own album very underrated. Sure, very underrated. And also, if you think about it, there was the last album they did together before to definitely split forever. You know, true. Uh, so you know, it's like a it's like a for a deep deep Purple the Purple fan. It's like. So it's, a, it's a very special song, so why not to, to, to cover that? Absolutely. When you make your choices or when you made your choices for these, was it based on the band itself or for for you as a vocalist, were you specifically, are you uh, an Ian Gillen guy and not necessarily a Deep Purple? I mean, did you try, were you tributizing Deep Purple or were you tributizing Ian Gillen as an example? Uh, actually, I was not. I was not paying attention to the singer. Okay. And, and there you have. Then you have the perfect sample with O.C. Osborne. Uh, you know, it's. You know, it's. It's a. I, I really respect his career, and is a. Is a. Is a. Has a. 
you know, is one of the fathers of heavy metal. But obviously for a melodic singer, it's not the kind of a, you know, favorite singer to follow, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, the most of the people say that is, it's, I mean, it's, it's a, such a unique voice and, 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 and it's really hard to follow, really hard to, re to, to replicate also for a melodic singer. Uh, but I was thinking on the songs and uh, which memory those songs are bringing to me since right. I was listening to them. And for example, if when the people ask me why you why you did uh, Turbo Lover, you know you should you should, you could do another very heavy metal song from Judas Priest like Painkiller, you know. And I was like, no, because I have a special memory with that specific song. For example, Turbo Lover is a song we have in the in the playlist with my wife when we are driving and traveling, you know, to the sea or to the mountain. So we always enjoying listening that song, and that's why I really wanted to cover it. Sure. And, and, you know, it's interesting you brought that one up. You just released the video like a few hours ago for, yeah. for, for Turbo Lover. And I did get a chance to watch it real quick before we came on. And, uh, you know, and I, and I've obviously heard the record. I think that that one especially might showcase more of your voice than I think you ever have before, because it does kind of reach the low end and the high end, you know, yeah. I, I'm imagining it was, it was maybe a slightly tougher song to, to kind of tributize, no, because of the different vocal styles that are within the one song. Yeah, yeah it could be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, every song and, and it's, but also is a, is a very psychological mental thing because you're not just covering uh, one song. It's like a Rob Halford on it. <laughs> right. Ozzy Osbourne. And then Ian Gillen, and then you know it's it's like a there is a fine line in between. You can move, you know, not trying to copy, but then not trying to to do a cheap version of the songs that because they the songs deserve a real you know like a special treatment. So um, it's really hard, but yeah, yeah, probably that one. Uh, besides, and you know the people the people tend to think that you know the more technical you are as a singer better singer you are and sometimes the simple things are way hard harder to replicate sure. for the singer like in this case uh those songs like turbo lover or no more tears you know for a melodic singer a very you know uh, trained singer will be easy to do there are not difficult lines there's not too much range in in during the song but are really hard to to replicate because of the spirit and, and, the, and the unique vocals on on the original songs Sure. Now, now, Ronnie, with the um, with the choices that you that you made here, one that really stood out to me as an American guy, and and probably a lot of them, your American fans will not be as familiar with this, is the Master Plan cover. Just All because right. because th that bit over there, over in over in Europe, over in in the other half of the world, Master Plan, much bigger band than here. You know, so talk a little bit about about that song and 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 not necessarily just that song, but the importance of that band, you know, over over on your side of the world. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for, it's it's one of my favorite bands, uh, especially the first two records, uh, Master Plan and then Aeronautics is for me, sure. and and probably there was, uh, you know, it was a perfect it was a perfect moment in 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 time when Roland Grabo was getting out of Halloween. Right. And, you know, and, and, he, and he got this young new singer, Joe Landy, to make an album together. Right, right, right. <laughs> it, was, it was like the perfect, the perfect fit. 
and 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 those two first albums are just killer and and also you know roland is a good friend of mine um we call him normally the fifth lord of black because okay. he is the he is the producer of the band since the beginning you know since the first record he was a producer he was doing the mixing and the mastering on every lords of black album so uh, we are friends i always told him i really you know you know it's i admire you as a musician because you brought me a lot of uh, happiness during my teenaging when i was listening those those records and uh, so i asked him you know directly it's okay for you if i do this cover because it's one of my favorite songs from you and uh, and maybe you can play a solo in, right <laughs> in song. and it was like a and it was like a uh, you know he's a german guy so it was like mm -hmm. a very serious he told me send me the send me the song the, the version you did so i'm gonna listen and then i'm gonna tell you so okay. i sent the track and then he calls me back and he told me very seriously uh ronnie i'm not gonna play the solo i'm gonna play all the guitars because i love your version <laughs> <laughs> so, very good a special thing to have to have the guy who wrote the song and played the original solo playing in the song it's, it's something like it's unique you know right no it definitely is and it's such it, it's probably my favorite song on the on the whole disc just because it is one it's one that has not been you know played a lot by myself personally you know the the song you know where where i'm like you like the tony martin era you know for me that's brilliant because one it fits your voice but two i love tony martin as well so it, it's it's so good to hear somebody give that guy credit which is which is great but well I'll, I'll tell you ronnie one of the songs that um that you did on on the new one raised on heavy radio is um metal days uh another one cool man of war definitely not hail and kill or one of you know one of the mainstream ones so yeah. I, I thought maybe what we would do is we'll take a break and um play a little of the metal days video that you put out there but before we do tell us a little bit about your choice on that one and and how man of war you know is special to you you know, if if you put if you put heavy on the on the album, on the name, you need to play Manowar. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's they are they are they are the heavy themselves. So you know, it's something that we needed to do. And and and, and you know, as you said, I was I was looking for something like uh, could fit better in 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 my vocal style. And that song is especially like a more yeah, groovy into the into the hard rock more into the than into the heavy metal but uh you know it's 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 creative probably probably for me for me that song is is i don't know maybe the one of the highlights of man of War's career in terms of musicality so so i i i thought you know why not to do it sure <laughs> Well, it's a great, it's a great version and we're going to give everybody a taste of it right now. So check it out, everybody. It is Ronnie Romero. He is doing Metal Days, the Man of War tune. And we will be back in a minute with more with Ronnie Romero right here on Chris Aiken Presents. All right.
Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents. That, of course, was the Man of War cover of Metal Days. And uh, the, the vocalist on that was the great Ronnie Romero, who is with us today to talk about his great new release, which is out now, raised on heavy radio. And uh, Ronnie, uh, looking at the record as a whole, in addition to your vocals, uh, you, you have great guests all over this thing, yeah. which is which is fantastic. I mean, Chris Caffrey and Gus G and Roland Greipal and, you know, uh, just... Yeah. You know, you have several great guests. How did how did you end up getting these guests on? Was it just you know these guys? You made a phone call, or a little bit of the label helping out, or some of both, or what? Yeah, they're all friends of mine, so uh, it was really easy to to ask them. And and the the one of the funniest thing that I realized after we recorded the album is like uh, if you think about it, uh, at least three of the guys are actually related to the original song and I will, right. explain, I will explain you you know Chris when I when I talked to Chris and I and 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 I told him we want to make up solo on my album and um, I sent the track list and he immediately asked me I want to do the shining from from Black Sabbath and and I say why and he told me because I love that song and also I heard and I listened the first demo of that song before it was recorded. Right. So the guy know the story of how the song was on the uh -huh. songwriting process, you know? Sure. So, so and that's why he's re he recorded all the guitars because he knows the song so well. He knows everything on the song. So, um, so it was cool to have him. And, and then when I, when I was thinking about the uh, No More Tears from Aussie, I was like, a I mean, Gus is the perfect guy to do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Zach Wilde's not available, Gus is the guy, right? Who <laughs> else? And, uh, and, and, and the, it was something very cool because he told me I'm going to do the solo. And then he, and he sent me a video of the studio where he was recording and he showed me he was using this exactly the same gear he used to have on the Ozzy Osbourne tours. Okay. So actually the sound of that solo is essentially Ozzy Osbourne sound, you know, so it's like a make it make the song more special, and uh, and obviously as I told you before, Roland, which is the guy who wrote the song sure. and is the original guitar player of the band, so <laughs> you know the same thing. Who else? Who else uh, uh, could play the could play the the, the the guitar in this song? So sure, you know every every guy they put their talent and they're good friends of mine, so they were happy to do it, and I'm, I'm, I really appreciate what they did. Right on. Now I got to ask you, since you know Chris Caffrey, why have I not seen a TSO tour with you on it yet? You seem like the perfect fit for that tour. <laughs> I, I guess it's because they have good singers. <laughs> well, they could have one more. They need one more. Actually, we were talking about it. Uh, we met. We met in. We met last time when I was I was touring with Michael Schenker in the U.S. Right. And, um, he was coming to one of the shows and we were talking about it. Ah, that would be great to do it. I will talk with the guys. And, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have the feeling that at some point we're going to, we're going to end up doing something together with Chris because, you know, we have kind of the same spirit of the same musical taste and, 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 you know, he's a really easy guy to talk to. Uh, he's a cool guy. And, um, I think at some point we're going to end up, why not working in something? Why not? Right on. Excellent. Well, for me, I, a, I would love to see that just as a, as a project, but B, I would still love to see 
I'd love to see you get up there with TSO and do some of that <laughs> stuff because you you would fit that so perfectly. You know, up. up. We need to get one of the singers out. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of, them, <laughs> some of them have been doing it 18, 19, 20 years. Some of them might be ready to move on from it. You never know. <laughs> well, well, Ronnie, uh, you mentioned it. I, I do want to ask you about it. Um, you you just finished recently uh, touring with Michael Shanker. Yeah. Um, and I, I know I read a post from you on whatever, whatever, a gram Facebook, whatever it was. I don't know what it was, but, but, uh, I read a post that you said it was like the most fun tour you had had that you, yeah. you've been a part of. So talk a little bit about that, man. That's a, those are tough shoes to fill. There's been a lot of singers that have come in <laughs> and not had that response after a Michael Shanker tour. So talk a little bit about your experience with, uh, MSG. Well, I got used to it, you know, to make uh, many singers in the same band. So <laughs> <laughs> I did with Richie, so it wasn't anything new for me. But uh, yeah, you know, for me, it was very special because it was the first time doing a proper tour in the U.S. I know I have a lot of followers and, and fans in, in, in America, but I never had the chance to go there to make a proper tour. I did. I did uh, I did one show once with Russell Black in the Proc Power in Atlanta, and that's right. it. You know, and and everybody, you know, all the people was uh, you know, asking to me, "Where are you? Where are you coming? When you are coming to America? When you're coming to America?" And then uh, it was great. You know, it was my first my first experience going there, uh, traveling coast to coast, all those beautiful cities and towns in between. Um, the people, the audience, in every show, they were awesome fantastic and and they really enjoyed the the the, the shows we did and um i was really surprised that you know i know that when when you know that you you have a, you have fans but you never imagine people coming with your i don't know with your the work first <laughs> black record to sign you know right <laughs> uh, so that means they were following you through the years and I realized that during the the U.S. I never realized before. So 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 it was it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty. I met a lot of people, a lot of friends in music that I never had the chance to meet before. Also, sure. like, um, so it was great. It was a great experience. Excellent. We're um, I, I'm curious about the travel for somebody like yourself, who you know you've obviously toured Europe numerous times, and you know. I, I've been to Europe, so I, I've seen shows in Europe. So I, I know it, it's big, but it's not as big as here. For you, were you surprised, you know, at some of the, you know, some of the eight or ten hours that you go in between venues and and really you've barely moved on the map, but it's it's like so vast compared to Europe. Was, was that surprising to you to see how how much distance there is to travel? I mean, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a huge country, and and uh, um, I think it was pretty cool. We didn't have any issue, and all the travelers were okay. We were mostly traveling by night, so it was pretty cool. Okay. But I remember just one day, uh, like, uh, and and that this is this is kind of a thing that annoys to a musician who is touring, because when you have a day off, and you are thinking, you know, I'm gonna get to the hotel. I'm gonna make some laundry maybe, or I'm going to the shopping, or you know, I'm gonna take a rest and I'm gonna get a nice dinner, and and then you spend all day traveling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go, Fuck! What a waste of time. But <laughs> but besides that, I think it was just one day we we're going through the uh, Utah, 
mm -hmm. uh, road and and it was a very long way like a 10 12 hours driving um uh, but besides that everything was pretty cool there was nothing like uh, you know I, I i didn't get tired also i mean you can imagine we were seven weeks touring mm -hmm. there and and then at, at the end of the tour i was like i don't want to go back home you know <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> nice so so ronnie what is your status now with um with msg are you the singer of msg now or is that a wait and see or do we know or that's what he said in the paper <laughs> 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 no, uh, actually, it's, it's, it's very cool because uh, I know, I mean, Michael told me he's very happy of what we are doing together. He's very comfortable with me and, and, you, you, want, and you want to keep it this way. Um, so actually, we were talking about to, to make a new record uh, during the year. And, and also, we have a lot of uh, summer festivals uh, this year. And then we have a UK tour at the end of the year beginning of fall and yeah well, the, the idea is to to keep working together you know it's, it's you know it's a, it's very cool for a new musician because i mean I, i'm not i'm not young but right. I'm, I'm new on this uh, uh to see a guy who is celebrating 50 years of career and he's still doing like he was a teenager you know trying to make a name on on, on the business you know it's, right it's, it's inspiring well, and, and not only that, you know, with, with, with Shanker, he's probably playing better now than he was, you know, cause he's kind of put Everybody's a lot of been saying that everybody's saying that that's true. Yeah. Uh, I, I having seen him through the years. I mean, I've seen him in good years and I've seen him in yeah. kind of the, the, the induced by other yeah. substances years. Yeah. I'll, I'll call it that. And seems yeah. like he's playing better now than he ever did. I mean, I can tell you two things. One, which which is pretty obvious for us when we are touring together, he is having fun. Mm -hmm. He's having a lot of fun. And the other thing that really surprised me in the good way, and 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 I was almost shocked. I was like, he was, he didn't miss a note in any show. Right. You know, during thirty-one shows, you never, you never listened to him missing one single note. Which awesome. is which is awesome, you know. I, I think it's 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 incredible. Yeah, definitely is, especially a guy that's you know that's older, you know, to still play that well. It is amazing. Well, Ronnie, the last time I spoke to you, which was six seven months ago, whatever it was, with the with the raised on radio release, yeah. um, you told me that you thought at that time that you were going to be going forward and doing Ronnie Romero as a solo artist mm -hmm. now just talking to you it sounds like you got a very busy michael shanker group schedule for the for the <laughs> rest of the year so what what is next for you is there a solo like original solo record coming or is that on hold until the shanker um you know next year of, of shanker stuff ends or what no that the actually actually uh we just i think it was just today we delivered the uh the master of the new album to the record label excellent um we were writing me music for a few months and we were recording and for me it's very special because you know it's the first time that i actually take part 100 percent in the songwriting of an album you know i wrote all the lyrics and all the vocal lines and also i was part of the production and i was on the mixing and the mastering so it's like a my baby my album right you know? And uh, and I think we did great. And and the album is going to be released uh, beginning of 
fall, maybe September, October, around that. Okay. Um, and yeah, the idea is to the idea is to go on tour with that album, maybe Excellent. playing, you know, the new songs, original material, and them mixing with some covers. Why not? And uh, trying to have fun, and you know, I think it's I think it's the right time for me to 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 stop to be the singer off, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> and try to establish my name as did, for example, after Rainbow and Black Sabbath. Yeah, absolutely. It it definitely is, and and you have too good of a voice to limit it to anybody's band other than your own, you know, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Ronnie. Obviously, great things, uh, you know, coming, including the new release, which is out now that everybody should check out. If you're a metal fan, you got to listen to it. It's raised on heavy radio. It's Ronnie Romero. And Ronnie, where should we tell people to go to keep up with you and tour dates and all that online? My social Ronnie Romero official site on Facebook, Rockney on Instagram, Ronnie Romero official also, and okay. you you will see all all the plans that I have for this year. Which are not, which are not a few. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, Ronnie, I figured we would wrap this one up with the shining because it's it's a cool video. And my God, if if anybody other than Tony Martin was born to sing this song, it's you. You fit so <laughs> well on this song. So we will wrap up with. Actually, um, I will tell you. Sorry, I will tell you. Okay. I, we got the greetings from Tony Ayomi on on Twitter about that song. Yes. Yeah. So it was like, a, okay, now I can die happy. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I got to ask real quick um, with that. Do you in a million years, do you ever expect to have Tony? I or, or yeah, Tony Iomi reach out to you and say, Hey, I like what you did with my song. I mean, that's, I that's amazing. <laughs> never in my wildest dreams. You know, it's like now, now the circle, the circle is complete. I played with Richard Blackmore, Michael Schenker and Tony Iomi knew who I am. So now I keep that happy. <laughs> 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 very good man well let's play it right now give everybody a taste and one more time the album is raised on heavy radio it is ronnie romero and check it out it is the shining and this has been chris aiken presents thanks ronnie thank you Bye.